Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley and the associate head coach and running backs coach, Keenan Hall, now joining us. And Keenan, I've been very excited about this. Um, a man from Sock, a man who knows the Dallas-Fort Worth area well. Uh, that's the area I come from. Uh, where I grew up, and so, I, man, when I saw this hire, and even my SMU buddies, they were a little upset, I got to tell you, they were, they, were, they were bummed out about losing you, but <laughs> welcome to uh, Waco, and, and very excited to have you a part of this staff. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm very appreciative to, to be on your show, and I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Uh, great opportunity here, and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get Baylor back to the Big 12 Championship. Well, that's I like to hear that. I and uh, by the way, speaking of sock, how cool is that for them to be uh, South Oak Cliff? By the way, for people that don't know what I'm talking about, but the to be a powerhouse in football again, and I mean again, always competitive, and I'm sure they were really good when you were playing there as well. But to to the I mean to be in the state title, I mean winning state titles again. Uh, I, I'm sure you take a lot of pride in that. And then I love watching those state title games because then I start thinking, hey, is Baylor talking to this guy? Are they talking to that guy? Because I remember when they used to recruit Carter players, even back in the late 80s, early 90s, when Carter was on top in South Oak Cliff. And so, anyway, that, that, that excites me. But I bet that's got to be pretty neat for you to see uh, Sock back on top. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been it's been real fun to see this, their run. Uh, it's it's a real good movement. Coach Todd has done an unbelievable job over there since he's taken over the program. Um, since I've played, you know, we've had some really good coaches coming there. Coach Chris Gilbert and Emmett Jones and, and guys like that. And so for Coach Todd that when he took took over school and, and got his opportunity, and he's really turned that thing into a powerhouse. And I'm I'm really excited. You know, to be able to go in there and wear the Braille brand and spread the spread the logo, because I, I truly believe, in order for us to get back where we want to be, I think obviously you have to hit the Metroplex pretty hard to to get that 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 lux of talent to get them come down to Waco. And I think a lot of guys are fired up in Dallas to come down to Waco right now. How receptive are they? Because you got to know a lot of these coaches while you were coaching at SMU after having made this move. Where is Baylor's reputation as you enter these schools and talk to folks and, again, get Baylor retrenched in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where they've done, you know, had great players over the years. But, you know, after Justin went off to Tech, I, it seemed to be a bit of a lull there, and, uh, and obviously you're going to take that over. But what, what are you, when you talk about that excitement, what are you, you kind of hearing from the coaches and how is Baylor being viewed right now out there? I think it's they recept, they're receiving it pretty well. You know, one thing that's been consistent is everyone in Dallas Metro players love our head coach, love Coach Dave Aranda. So that's been the foundation that he built, you know, even with Coach McGuire was there and when Coach Juice was there. You know, the foundation has already been built for the uh, for Baylor University in the Dallas, you know, in the Dallas area. So I think for, for, for everyone, I think everyone's excited, you know. Uh, fortunately, you know, I'm from Dallas. I'm from South Oak Cliff, born and raised. And, you know, that brings excitement to people because now they got one of their own, you know, on campus. You know, so now those those parents who I went to school with or, 
those coaches that I played against or those coaches that coached me or coached against me, those are the coaches, you know. So it's not really recruiting when I walk into the building. It's like a family atmosphere. So it's a little bit different when I walk in versus someone that's probably at a school or some for two years because I was born and raised in Dallas. And a lot of these people have been knowing me since I was 14, 15 years old. So it's a little deeper relationship when, when it comes to, you know, the relationship piece as far as this recruiting thing. So when they, when the Baylor brand walk in, especially with, you know, me and then Coach Randa has been out there in Dallas and then upper, other guys, I think they're receiving it really well because now they have one of their own on staff. And I think that was the only thing, you know. You really didn't have mm-hmm. anyone that was really from Dallas on staff. And, you know, obviously, you know, in order to compete at a very high level, I do believe that you have to get some some of the great talent out of Dallas. So, I think Coach has done a good job of identifying the right guys. You know, he went and got Coach Kapovich and went and got, you know, Coach Spav, who's been a, 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 a head coach, college head coach, a Google 5 head coach in the state of Texas. And he's had a lot of success in the Dallas Metroplex recruiting. Uh, and, you know, it, it, and Coach, uh, you know, Jared Anderson, who was at TCU for 25 years, who has a lot of, you know, success in recruiting from, uh, the Dallas Metro Place and the East Texas uh, area. So I think he identified, you know, what he needs to identify. He went and got the right people uh, to be able to come in and add to what they already have. They already have a strong foundation. They already have a lot of great people in the building that you know knows how to recruit and does a really great job recruiting. You know, uh, starting with with Miss Kiva and in the, in the, uh, Soul in the recruiting department down to Larry McDonald and and all those guys and Aaron, Al, you know, Aaron Appleby and Aaron. And, and everybody that's, you know, Aaron Hunt, who's another Dallas area guy. So he already has a strong foundation. It just he brought in some other guys and that, that has, you know, has a good foundation. And we, I think it's, it's, it's really well. I think it, it showed pretty good on our junior day when he had, we had probably half of that junior day was majority of them were from the DFW Metroplex. Half of them. From the DFW, boy, I love I love hearing that from Keenan Hall, running backs coach, associate head coach. Tell me about that opportunity to, in addition to coaching running backs, to be associate head coach. How appealing was that to you when Baylor came to try to hire you away away from SMU, and what does that entail? Because I I would think that's going to add a, a little bit of a layer uh, to what you do. What uh, how how appealing or enticing? was that uh, when you were making that decision? I was, it's really, uh, it's really important, extremely enticing. You know, um, I knew, uh, I've been knowing for a long time, you know, I've always been a coach on the field, you know, every level I played and I always knew, you know, how I command, you know, the respect and, you know, how kids, you know, love me and they love to play for me and that they'll run through a ball for me. I knew now my leadership skills and being able to get guys to, you know, follow suit and, and, and do the things, little things they're supposed to do, and having the big picture for a program. So I always knew that I wanted to be a head coach one day, and I know I've had those conversations with Coach Lashley, and, you know, he did a good job of molding me and helping me grow, you know, as, you know, he I, I, I was promoted last year as run game coordinator, so that helped me on that side of things. But I always was fascinated with the the role of being a head coach, just the little things that day-to-day operations that they have to do. So for me, it's a great opportunity for me to learn from one of the best in the country. You know, he Coach Aranda, you know, one of the top defensive minds in the country. You know, he takes over a program, go win the Big 12 championship. So 
for him for him to reach out to me and say that he wanted me to come learn under him and groom be groomed by him and to be put in a position where one day I can potentially be a head coach, it was very intriguing for me. And that was the that was pretty much probably the the icing on the cake for me that kind of lured me away is that opportunity itself. You know, uh, it, it, as you know, it's not many you know running back coach uh, associate head coaches in the country and. Uh, I'm still fairly young, and I just thought it would be a great opportunity to come learn from one of the best in the country. All right. What about that group of running backs you had at SMU, 193 yards uh, against Tulane in that title game, the AAC title game in New Orleans, a breakthrough year for SMU, 11-2 record. I mean, you you had a a kind of a three-pronged attack, as I recall. Wheaton was one of those five (laughs) stars that you kind of – you brought back to town, basically, and then uh, uh-huh. Knighton, LJ. I mean, what was that? What was that group like? As you were the run game coordinator there, and y'all had a great deal of success with your run game. I mean, but you, it seemed like you were able to kind of uh, have a pretty good rotation there. Oh, a great group of guys! Great group of guys. They understood, you know, coming in how I recruited them that it was going to be running back by committee, you know. Uh, everyone knew, uh, especially the other two, Jalen and, and LJ, they knew Kamar Weeds was sitting there. They knew he was a pretty good, a really good talent. Uh, so when those guys made a decision to come to SMU, I went down to talk to Jalen Knighton when uh, he went into the portal at Miami, and I just explained to him what kind of asset he will be into the program and how we will all work well together. Uh, and then after I spoke with Knighton and Knighton joined the family, I went to L.J. Johnson and, you know, just preached the, the, the truth, you know, that I believed in all of them, that I saw a role for each of them, and I thought that all of them could be starters in our offense. But as you know, it can only be one. But they bought into the brotherhood culture. They bought into the uh, – they bought into understanding that it's, it's bigger than oneself. It's, more, it's about the team. Uh, so – so for those guys, you know, to buy into that and, and thrive off each other and feed off each other, and, and though we were forgetting one guy, you know, the guy that glued to the whole room with Tyler Levine, you know. Oh. Uh, I, I love that dude. You know, he, he's all, you know, he's hard, good player, good athlete, unselfish, selfless kid, and he does an unbelievable job of leading that room and keeping those guys together. But we created a brotherhood culture in there. Uh, you know, those guys just want to win. They just want to win at a very high level. So, you know, it was always a next man up type of rotation. And, you know, everybody understood that you're going to earn what you get. So, as you will hear me say a lot of the times, earn not given. All those guys earned their right to play, so they played. And, you know, they did an unbelievable job. I think we almost averaged six yards per carry. I think I had all three of the top backs had over four 100 yards rushing. I think I had four of them, including Ty Levine, all each had five-plus touchdowns. So it was very round, uh, well-rounded and spread it out. But they understood the big picture, and, and, and the end goal was the championship, and we got that accomplished. So I think those guys were pretty happy with everything. Uh, uh, and, and you know, I do believe Jalen Knight and L.J. Johnson and Kamar Whedon, man, they are NFL-caliber players. I think they're going to be – unbelievable guys next year they're gonna they're gonna hit the acc running yeah feel free to bring some of those guys to waco by the way (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what what is um jake's offense like as you kind of get to know it they keep mentioning getting vertical both he and chris have talked about that with the backs and what they need the line to do what does that mean 
for the running backs when they say, hey, we want to get vertical? Because, boy, they this is not your old air raid where there's an occasional handoff. I think they really want to yeah. all the passing to yeah. come off the run game in a sense. Yes. Um, it's crazy when you when you say vertical, you think in a vertical passing attack. You know what I mean? But, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've been really excited and, 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 and you know, very excited to see what's going to happen. We've had our meetings. We've been on the field with the guys a few times. Man, this is going to be a dynamic offense. I think it's going to be very explosive. Uh, you know, Coach Spav is an air raid guy, but he will pound the rock. You know what I mean? So, for him, uh, having that type of mindset with the running backs that we have, I think getting vertical is exactly right. You know, that's how I, pre- uh, that's how I teach. That's how I coach. I'm always thinking north and south. And uh, that's 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 going to be our run game thoughts and also our pass game. We want to get in, uh, north and south. Uh, we want to get vertical. We want to uh, be a create a physical mindset in the trenches and obviously throw the ball over the top of people's heads. But I think uh, Coach Bav, man, as you know, he's done it at a very high level uh, for a long time. He's had some of the best quarterbacks and some of the best offense offenses in the country. So. When you pair him up with Coach Kapovich, who has also been elite at everywhere he's been, and then you got Coach Anderson, who's been elite everywhere he's been, then you got Dallas Baker, who's, as you know, you know, a national champion, a Super Bowl champion. So you got guys that are uh, surrounded to, and you put them in one pot in one room with the ideas, and just everybody understanding their role and everybody understanding that we got to be all in and all on the same page and there's no egos there's no pride everybody just hitting it in the same direction and i think we're going to be very good and very explosive this year at the you know at the lead uh, with our leader you know coach Favital. so i think uh coach aranda did an unbelievable job and i think he did an unbelievable job of bringing the right people in you can bring in some talented coaches you can bring in some talented players but you got to bring in the right people. You got to bring in the right guys that's unselfish, you know, that knows that it's about the team, you know, that's not divas, that's, you know, understand that coach has a culture here that he's built, man. It's built around family. You know, it's built about people. And it's 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 unbelievable, man. I, I love, And that was a big reason why I decided to come here. You know, I, I was kind of torn you know, on leaving SMU, I'm from Dallas, born and raised in Dallas, and we created something special there. But when I had the opportunity to sit down and meet with the people at Baylor, it was like, for me, I'm a big people person, I'm a relationship guy. For me, when I spoke with Spav and I spoke with Coach Aranda and I spoke to Jovan and I spoke to Coach uh, Mr. Max and I spoke to everybody on campus about the opportunities and the potential for Baylor, man, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely eye-opening, and I, I wanted to be a part of it. So I think Coach has done an unbelievable job bringing the guys he brought in. You forgot to include the media. You had heard great things about the media, so I'm sure that played a, <laughs> yes. a role in, into yes. it as well. Yes. The um, What about um, Richard Reese? You got Reese. You got, I mean, Dominic came in last year. Bryson, a young guy. Pendergrass really did some nice things. They struggled. Y'all are a great first down defense or offense, excuse me, at SMU. I looked at the numbers like fourth in the country, or maybe at one point y'all are like number one in the country. Um, that uh-huh. was not the case for the Bears last year. But after meeting with some of these guys, and I know y'all get a little bit of time on the field, but barely any so far. But looking at the film, what do you what do you think you have to work with right now? I think I believe I have a really good room. I think I have a great room. Uh, I think I have a, a group of guys 
that's gonna. I mean, I, I love their approach so far. They're very businesslike. They're very professional, uh, and I, I think the room is pretty talented. You start with Richard Reese, who, as a freshman, uh, you know, led the con- conference in rushing and doing the things that he did. You know, he got a dynamic first step. He's very explosive. I think uh, very tough back, uh, and he fits perfectly in Coach Spavitar's offense because he is a one-play away uh, type of guy. You know. Uh, and then you move on to, you know, Dominic Richardson, a little bigger back, still explosive, you know, going to get the tough yard. He's got great vision, uh, a good all-around back. And, man, he is dynamic. And I, I'm very excited to see these guys go. And then when you go from them two and you're thinking, well, it got to be it, right? No, you got Dawson. I mean, I am very excited to watch Dawson Pendergrass. I am very excited to watch him. He's got great feet. You know, he's easy on his feet, got good speed. He's big. He's athletic. He's limble. Like, I was – he runs with great pad leverage. You you see the things you see that, you know, Coach Juice and, and Coach A.J. saw him to, to bring him to Baylor. You know, they did an unbelievable job finding that kid, and I think that kid can be a really good gem. And, uh, obviously, Bryson Washington, man, I think his talent, his roof is – uh, it, it, it's 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 sky's the limit for him. He's very talented. He's sudden. He's quick. Uh, he is. He got a good frame on him. Uh, I think they're all really good football, smart football players. I think they all have really good high too. They've picked up the offense fairly well. Uh, I'm very excited about the room. Uh, obviously, we got some work to do, um, but uh, I think the mindset of um, of myself and also Coach Spav and Coach Coach Cap and guys in the room, I think it fits what these do guys do very well. You know, they fit them very well, and I think it's going to be a lot of explosives out this year out the backfield. Man, that gets me excited hearing you talk. I mean, because a lot of times, you know, you don't have a lot of time to get to know these guys yet, but seeing some of the film. I and, uh, <laughs> I've yeah, dove I mean, them. I've dove, I studied them and uh-huh. I watched them, and we've had a couple of days where we just kind of do some walkthrough things and just how they're picking up stuff and they understanding the offense. So it's been good to get out there on the field with them a little bit. And just to get you know get the vibes with them, they're great kids. They hard workers. They're leaders, and I think these guys are hungry. I think they got a chip on their shoulder. I think they're ready to go win. So that deal the other day, the junior day was pretty exciting. It sounds like lots of folks showed up. I saw pictures from that. Lots of names being uh, talked about. But you got the sense, and of course you had you were the reason a lot of those guys from DFW probably showed up and and other people have laid the foundation on some of those players. But they, but the there was was there a lot of excitement in that camp? I mean, because you all have had some huge camps at SMU. TCU has one where they invite, seems like 1,200 or something crazy over there. But SMU has some great ones as well. I mean, what, what was that environment like? Because uh, I don't – I mean, I if I showed up at that deal, like I would need those guys that cover that, they do they do a great job but like i would need uh-huh. numbers and rosters and somehow a lot of times those guys figure it out on their own by watching it from the stands my head would be spinning uh-huh. but what is it like for a coach when you have that opportunity and you have those players and what what is the i mean is it competitive type deal is it more hey get to know you what what are, what is one of those junior days like so our junior day was more of a, we knew it, we know the kid, but it's more just wanted to get to know them, get to know their family on a deeper level. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to make sure they understood that that the Baylor brand was here and going to be here to stay. 
you know, understand that Coach Aranda is going to be here and going to be here to stay because we're going to win. You know, he has a great culture here. He's built a great culture here. He has a great foundation here. So I think those kids see that. You know, so the, the type of talent we had here, you know, that's, that's solely off what Coach Aranda has built already. You know, I don't really – I know I have a present, but I don't think it has anything to do with me. I think it has everything to do with it already been built. You know, they've done – the recruiting department, Coach Aranda, and all the coaches have done an unbelievable job before I even got here. You know, all I did was come in and try to add value and bring value where I could and help where I could. I think the foundation was already set. I think some of these kids were already – highly interested in Baylor uh so the the fact that you know those kids came on campus you know the the, the type of kids that came on campus man it was it was very 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 impressive uh I thought the the spirits was high uh, I thought it was very promising uh I think those kids really believe in what we're going to be able to do in the future you know the seeing the facilities and uh, seeing the talent that we have here. We have a great group of guys here. We have a great core here. You know, it was very young the last two years. So the fact that we have a good group, a good nucleus here, and the fact mm-hmm. that we're able to go, you know, recruit some of the top 2025s in the country, uh, I think we're going to be very, very excited for where Baylor football program is headed. Yeah, that had to be tough, though, because you got in the ACC at SMU, after all that, you know, what an exciting time that was on the hilltop, being home, the way you all have kind of claimed Dallas over at SMU and all of that. But uh, I, we're excited to have you at Baylor. What was your go-to restaurant over there on the hilltop, uh, either across from SMU or your favorite Dallas haunt? And, by the way, you could, you could include your, your, uh, your roots over there in, in South Dallas uh, what was your? What's kind of your favorite go-to? If you're gonna go, uh, where? What? What would you? What would you usually go with? If I go barbecue, and it's just because I'm I'm really close with them. I go if I go barbecue, right? I'm gonna go to Road. I'm gonna go to the Gator Pit right across the stadium from right across the street from Lancaster High School Stadium. So I'll go to Gator Pit there. If I go chicken, if I go chicken, a lot of people might get mad at me about this. Okay. I'm going to go to Hall's Chicken, you know, I'm going to go to Hall's Chicken in uh, South Oak Cliff. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants. Um, I used to go to uh, Max over, uh, Max Place uh, over off on campus, right behind campus uh, on Hillcrest uh, on SMU. So, obviously, you know, there's a, a lot of food there, great food there. But if I had to say, I'm a big-time barbecue guy. Uh, so, and then... I'll, if I go soul food, I'll say Arene's, you know, in South Dallas. That's a great spot. So if you're ever in Dallas, go find Arene's. She 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 can fry anything. I don't think those SMU kids were getting over there to Arene's as much as they needed to. Uh, you've given <laughs> me you've given me some field trips here, but um, I also get nervous anytime I'm near Lancaster. Because I I used to play them in basketball, and uh, Joe oh, Rushing yeah. and his teams they destroyed us. Thomas Hill back in the day at Duke, <laughs> Lamont Hill, his younger brother is my age. So anyway, and I by the way I used to have to play against uh, the Batie brothers. It was Tony Batie, oh, the yeah. Derek's Tony, Tony Derek's Derek. little brother. That's my age, and so Tony and I okay. played against each other in high school, and you can imagine how that went for me. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was not, it was not pleasant, but, uh, well, those were some, those were some fun times and what a, 
what a great, what a great, I mean, all of that you're just talking about. Cedar Hill, uh, Lancaster, Sock. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Now, by the way, I, I like how D.L. Max, I know that place, but uh, Shug's Bagels has become a big player. Uh, yeah. Right over, uh, yeah, yeah, right right around the corner right from the stadium Mark, over there for us. And then yeah. New York yeah. Sub, that, that oh, yeah. sandwich shop has the best brisket pastrami uh, anywhere in the city. So I'm a big pastrami sandwich oh, yeah. guy, and that's right across from the SMU campus. So anyway, it it's uh, those are those are good places. I mean, but uh, we'll we'll introduce you to some new spots in Waco. I've spent many years kind of working on those and honing my craft at the local barbecue places. So I'll uh, I'll get word to you on that. But um, so I've been I, uh, I've been pretty active already. I've been pretty active already. <laughs> I went to VTEX. Uh, I went to uh, Help Camp. I went to. I've been to Georgia's already, so I've been making my rounds, trying to find all the great food spots. Yeah, keep go- Jasper's and Tony Demaria's is over there on Elm, off of MLK, and they they may not uh, always show up on whatever tour or whatever recommendations they're handing you, but the places you described to me in Lancaster. That's that's you need to go try those places because that's what my buddies and I would uh, venture off out of the Baylor bubble, and uh, that was the real deal over there. But all the other, I mean, Hellberg Barbecue, by the way, and they are a sponsor. I'll admit it, but they're, it's incredible. H e l b e r g. That's Philip and Yvette Hellberg, and uh, you go in there and tell them tell them Mosley sent you. They'll probably charge you extra, but I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Keenan, appreciate you, and uh, can't wait to meet you in person. Yes, sir. Can't wait to meet you, and thank you for having me on. You bet. There he goes, Keenan Hall.